Well, welcome everybody to the April Youth Pastors Roundtable podcast and conference call. We are so excited for you guys to be joining us. Uh, this one's going to be a great, great one. Uh, I know that uh, if you are feeling a little sluggish this morning, maybe you haven't had your Red Bull or your coffee this morning, I am guaranteeing that our guest today will wake you up, get you excited, and get you feeling good for the day. Uh, you guys are in for a treat uh, for on this one. Let me do one more thing. All right, now we're ready to go. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, we have a great, great time for you guys today. I am excited about uh, what's going on. I'm excited to learn and grow with you today. Um, our speaker today is going to challenge us. He's going to give us some tools to activate our life and take us to the next level. I, I just know it. Um, I have been on conference calls and webinars with him, and uh, the information that he is delivering is going to be really, really powerful today. So a couple of announcements for you guys. Uh, man, we, we are uh, coming up close to the very end of this year's uh, internship. Uh, we're gearing up for finals and retreats, all that kind of stuff, which means that we are actively looking for some new students to join us in August. If you have some, uh, maybe a, a senior or maybe someone who just graduated who's looking to get into ministry or even just spend nine months uh, focusing in on Jesus themselves, finding out who they are and would love, we would love to talk to them. Uh, spend some time just showing them around our campus. Uh, and so they can do that by texting the word PREVIEW to 51555, and uh, we will get them some more information. Or they can visit our website, which is joinvsl.com. We'd love to uh, talk to them and see if we might be able to help them out and get them into their future. Also, mark your calendars next month. You will not want to miss this one. We have Dustin Woodward. Uh, coming with us to speak. Uh, Dustin is an executive pastor at Copper Point Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He travels and speaks at conferences and churches around the nation and internationally as well. Uh, he has a deep love for reaching those that have been hurt by the church or just don't know God at all. He'll be talking to us uh, next month about being the church to the unchurched. Uh, and uh, Man, he, he's just a, a great communicator and one that you will want to be on listening to. Also, man, if you're on the live call right now, if you wouldn't mind maybe just texting a friend real quick and just say, hey, man, you're, you're late, but it's not too late. Get on this call. Text them. Remind them uh, to get on the call. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, maybe, maybe share it. Send it to a friend. Uh, and uh, I want to say thank you, guys. We have, we've had over 1,500 people listening to the podcast, uh, and so it's just really great reaching out to some people. And I've, when I'm going around conferences and things, people have really just been saying how great and helpful this podcast has been. So man, if you want to do it, help us out, just text a friend, share it, do something, help us get the word out about what's going on. And a reminder, we've got some great um, offers for you guys still. Uh, Church Hustles still offering 50% off if you use the code YPRT on their website. Uh, it takes your monthly subscription from $50 to $25 a month. Um, also, you'll save $25 on Kevin Moore's Youth Ministry University by using the code GROUP uh, on his website, which is Grow More Y. 
M-U.com. You can use the group code there, or sorry, code GROUP, and you get uh, $25 savings. Also, we've got uh, lots of discounts for missions trips. I know you guys are looking uh, and maybe uh, still available. But uh, the city center, uh, you can get the, the website and all the information on our website about their 20% discount if you want to come out to Oklahoma City and do a missions trip. Uh, we'd love to give you guys some more information about that. But all the information is on our website, which is yproundtable.com. That's yproundtable.com. We'd love for you guys to visit there and get more information. But uh, I am done with the announcements, and I am ready to introduce our speaker and jump right into today's teaching because I am fired up and ready for it. So Nate Yeske is a life coach and uh, a youth influencer after 10 years of youth ministry and pastoring with the great legend Jeannie Mayo. God called Nate outside of the four walls and into the world to help key influencers who are influencing the industries, uh, arts, music. Uh, he wants to unlock the true potential, passion, and productivity in people's lives. And uh, I know that we are in for a huge treat today. And so with no further ado, I want to give the table over to my friend, Nate Yetsky, man. It's all yours. Go for it, my rock, friend. Rock, rock and roll. Let's go. Come on, man. Can you hear me okay? Is that our every, uh, audio doing okay? Yeah, we're doing great, man. Just so you know, right, everyone perfect. else is muted. It's all you yes, until the until the Q and A time, and then we'll unmute everybody and jump back in. Perfection, my friend. Awesome. Well, hey, first off, man, can I just say, you guys, um, there's a lot of folks, a lot of folks trying to do different things, uh, you know, in youth ministry circles. And I just want to say, um, Ryan has really kind of like st- stood the test of time. I don't know if you know enough about Ryan's history. Like, he's not just some random guy who's just like, you know, hey, I guess I'll just do this Youth Pastors Roundtable thing. Ryan has a way of just connecting with influencers all over, and he's got this thing about him that just draws, like, high-level people to say, hey, what can I do for you? And so just the fact that you're a part of something like Youth Pastors Roundtable is a big, big deal. Don't, don't take these calls lightly because this is the truth. We're in an age where there's so much darn information and so much revelation but this is the problem. There's not enough application of that revelation and that information. And so having a guy like Ryan bring in the people he does, if you just put, a, put, put aside a little bit of time and just applied maybe just like, shoot, 1% more of what the, what, what the quality and content that he's putting out through all these guest speakers and different things, you would literally change the game for your family. You would change the game for, uh, for your ministry, just for your life. And so I just want to say again, uh, Ryan, thank you so much, man, for having me on this call, bro. So it seriously is an honor for me, absolute honor. Well, here's the deal, guys. We've got a short period of time, so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to just get right into it. I uh, kind of operate on the mindset of the fire hose. Uh, because here's the reality. You probably won't hear me talk for you know, a, a while long, so I want to give you and add as much value and content to your life as possible. Um, I hope that your brain spins just slightly, uh, that you go, oh my gosh, that was so much, and I just want you to know that was purposeful. I want to be able to give you this so that later you can break these things down or I can help you break those things down. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in. Here's the deal. Um, so I, obviously being a youth pastor for 10 years, went from a youth ministry in uh, uh, Rockford, Illinois, across the tracks, a, a, a really awesome church. And we had, you know, maybe we started out with about five, uh, five 15 kids uh, right when we were given the ministry. I had no clue what I was doing. 
uh, just knew that I loved God and I loved uh, kids. And uh, here's the, 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 the simplicity. We were literally handed keys and said, do it, man, just run it. And so we had no clue. Um, uh, it started out with 5, 15, it grew to 15, then 15 went to about 50 kids, and we were at a church about 600. Long story short, I had no clue what I was doing, and all of a sudden I met this incredible woman named Jeannie Mayo. I'm sure you guys have heard of her. If you haven't, you need to check her out, youthleaderscoach.com. A little thing called Cadre came into my life, and literally we were at a part where we are burnt out, man, just completely ready to kind of give up the reins and give up the game. And in that conversation, man, God absolutely uh, uh, took us into Cadre and just revolutionized our thoughts on ministry, refreshed our hearts and our soul. And long story short, over the next year, God took us from about 50 kids to 140 kids every single week. And it just uh, sustained growth. We went from four leaders to 25 healthy, empowered, basically, you know, little youth pastors over small groups. And God, we had small group ministry. And I say all this to say is that we've been from that position went from uh, a ministry of 600, you know, a 600-person uh, church to uh, we were later offered the position to work with Jeannie as her youth pastors, you know, at a 13,000-person church called Victory World Church. And we've been there for the last four years. God did some just incredible stuff, and I'm not just going to try to bog down the call with all that detail. The reason why I say this, though, is when you go from 600-person church to a 13,000-person church, or you go from a, you know, 15 kids to 100 kids, or you go from five kids to 25 kids, either way, every single time there's a new level, you start to realize very quickly there's some holes in my personal organization. There's some holes in my personal growth. There's some holes in my personal leadership that got to get and long story short, I used to be that guy who just, I was the visionary. I was the creative. Can you, can you, uh, can you feel this? Are you this guy? I was creating so much stress for everyone around me on my team. You know, why? Uh, I think if they had a nickname, it would be the hip shooter uh, because I was literally shooting from the hip. I mean, I'm talking slides were coming in, you know, 30 minutes before I'm preaching during worship. I mean, you know, creative ideas. I was like, guys. I got this idea. Let's make this thing happen. And we're literally flying. Like, we're, we're trying to build a plane while it's flying in the air. And I know a lot of us are like, yeah, man, that's faith, baby. Like, that's awesome. I'm like, no, that's called disorganization. Like, that's, that's, that's being extremely unwise and unproductive. Because I realize that we're like, oh, I blame it on the Holy Spirit. I'd say, well, he changed my message. I'm like, no, he didn't. I didn't even ask him for the message until the day before the day of the ministry. And I just started to realize that when I started realizing my team was suffering, when I started to realize that my family was suffering, all because of what? Because I didn't have my stuff together. And so I got obsessed because I'll just be real transparent going from a 600-person church to a much larger church, um, and it didn't matter whether you're at a smaller church or a bigger church or something in between. It really didn't matter except for I want you to know this piece that I started to allow my family to be sacrificed on the altar of ministry. In the name of the Lord, I'd be sitting there going, well, you know, I'm at the dinner table. My brain cannot stop thinking about that darn email icon that keeps popping up or a text message from a leader and I would instantly go grab the phone and instantly respond to all this. Why? Because in my mind, I thought I was being a great steward. In my mind, I thought I was being a great pastor. 
But truth be told, I wasn't present for what's most important. I wasn't present for most, what's most important. And I've got to ask that to you today. You know, are you there right now? You know, you're so consumed with getting things done or the mountain of things you got to do is so overwhelming for you. And you're like, oh, my gosh, like, where do I even start? Like, how do I even, how do I even tackle that? And the problem is when you get to 5 o'clock, you're still overwhelmed. You're still stressed out. You're not, you didn't finish what you needed to finish. And what happens? It bleeds into your family time, and now your eyes aren't on your children growing up. Friend, can I just say this, and I just feel this from the Lord. Guy, guy or girl, pastor on this call, your child is only going to be zero to five for these zero to five years. And after that, you and I both know that they're already grown up so darn fast that what you influence and what you invest in put into their lives, as you seed into them and you water that seed in zero to five, will set them up to be trees that are planted by the rivers of living water in their future or not. They will become insecure individuals teetering back and forth in the ways of God, not knowing left from right. They need you, Dad. And I'm going to say this, dads out there, you are the only dad that those children get. You are the only husband that that wife of yours gets. Your kids in your ministry, your leaders, and everybody in the church, they have other people. But Nate, but they, they only have one pastor. You're right, but they still have access to other dads and other pastors and other people. Nobody can fulfill the role of father and husband like you. And I'm going to say this to the females on the, on the call that, that, that get trapped in the same thing. Nobody can be the mother to your children, to your babies that you can be. Nobody can be the wife that you can be to your husband. And I'm just going to say all this to say, I got caught in this conundrum and what I was doing, man, is I was coming home with my baby girl being three months, four months, five months old, and I got caught thinking, this is all in the name of the Lord. So therefore, God wants me to put this project, this uh, initiative, this outreach, these kids that are texting me. And yet he was saying this in Timothy, hey, if you can't even take care of your family at home, why do you think you're fit to take care of any other spiritual family outside of your home? And all of a sudden, I had a, a, a talk with my wife one day, and she said, baby, if this is ministry, I don't want to be in it. If you're going to be so focused on everybody else and you give your all to every, everybody else's kid but not, our, not your own kid, then I don't think I want to be in this thing anymore, and I don't think that this is God. And so this is three and a half years ago. I come to this, uh, or sorry, at that point that we had just moved to Atlanta about four years ago, we come to a point and I said, something has got to change. And so I literally went on this journey, you guys, of going, uh, what's the number one thing that Nate Yeske's terrible at? It's, it's time management. I'm going, if I can slay time management, I can change the game for my wife, for my kids, for my ministry, my leaders. Everything will change if I can get this one 
thing. And so long story short, I bump into a guy, uh, his name's Tony Robbins. He's the, one of the greatest life coaches out there. And some people get real crazy on me. They're like, oh, he's secular, you know, he's, you know, new age and all this stuff. And I said, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's all, whatever you want to say about that is fine. For me, I wanted to find principles about whoever has the best principles on time management. I don't care who it's coming from. A principle is a principle, and that's what I need. And I went after it, and he had this thing called RP, uh, RPM uh, uh, planning. Long story short, I began to apply these principles. In one week, I literally applied some principles, and I went, oh, my gosh, like this is working. And the next week, I started doing more and more. I started learning more and applying these principles. My team all of a sudden started looking at me you know, in the side eyes going, how are you doing that? Like, Dude, you went from like the most disorganized dude, you know, creating stress for everybody, last minute, last minute, last minute. You're charming, but gosh, you're stressful. <laughs> you're stressing us out. And all of a sudden, you're on it, man. Like you're ahead of the game. You're, you're, you're turning things in literally week, a week in advance, days in advance. You know, your message notes are all, you know, solid up and your slides done. Like this is weird. And I went to my wife who I think her name is next to the gift of administration of the Bible. I think to the cliff notes, says Quinn. <laughs> and I said, hey, babe, can I walk you through this time management piece? And she said, yeah. Took 30 minutes, sat her down. And at the end of that process, she goes, oh, my gosh. I said, what? She goes, you just saved me eight hours this week. How in the world did you do that? Now, I'm just going to be honest, that kind of hurt my heart because I was like, yo, like, was I that bad? And she goes, yeah, you were terrible, like, and you were creating stress for us. So, yeah, I'm going to say that. She goes, but you, you just did it, and you just saved me eight hours. How did you do that? And so, guys, I got so obsessed with going, oh, my gosh. Maybe I can save more people more time. Maybe I can help people, you know, feel like they're not drowning anymore, and now they can walk into their families at 5 o'clock, and 5 o'clock means 5 o'clock. Maybe they can be all the way present at work, slaying the day, doing it professionally, and making themselves proud, their bosses proud, the ministry proud, and then when 5 o'clock comes, the sanctuary is there, and they're making their families proud and feeling like I'm finally winning at life. Do you want that? Are you on this call and going, man, I, I want to do that? Then I want to help you out. And so here's the deal. Um, as Ryan talked about, I'm a life coach now for entertainers, literally helping out one of the number one songwriters in the world, some of the people that you're going to start seeing on different stages right now out on tour, to entrepreneurs in business, to youth pastors. And you guys are obviously like my, my heartbeat being I've been in youth ministry, youth ministry for, ten, for the last 10 years. And so here's the deal. I I have created a coaching program through all the stuff that I've learned. I walk people through that one-on-one. I just do coaching sessions via, you know, Zoom video calls. And then I have a, a live program, a group program that kind of helps people out. Maybe financially they're not uh, able to kind of pay me what, what uh, some of my fees are on the one-on-one. And then what I do is I walk people through those pro- programs. And what I'm about to share with you is I, I usually do an eight-week program that walks people through step-by-step everything from the time management, um, custom calendar, uh, you know, passion piece, purpose piece, um, how, to count, how to cut your counseling down literally from like three hours to 30 minutes and get more results quicker. Like all this stuff I've been obsessed with learning these principles, and I put it all together. And so today in this last few minutes here, I just want to share with you one of the major lessons that absolutely changed the game. So this one is, this is a, a gift to you guys. So I want you to write this down, okay? The question is, maybe people are always going, Nate, how do I get it all done? 
Like how do I be completely present for my family? And I'm gonna write, just, I want you to write down a couple things here. Number one, you need a custom calendar. You've got to get to a calendar. You've got to create a sustainable system. And why? Because I, I'll kind of break it down this way. Rituals equal results. What do I mean by that? You want a great result in your marriage, right? Okay, cool. What's your ritual? What are you doing on a weekly, daily, monthly basis, yearly, that's going to provide the sustainable moments and successful moments in order for you to have that successful marriage? You've got to have rituals. You say, we tell our kids all the time, you want to you have a great relationship with the Lord? You need to read your Bible. You need to pray and you need to worship, right? But what are we telling them? You need a ritual built into your week, built into your day. It's like working out. We tell a person, hey, you need to work out. And we're like, yeah. And then we work out like once and we think it was enough. And it's like, hey, I got a six-pack. No, I don't, all right? <laughs> you, got, you got a cake, all right? So here's the, here's the reality. We've got to build in rituals in order to get those results that we're seeking. So one, you need to build out a custom calendar. And if, you have, if you're you know, a little fuzzy on that one, I have a whole system that I, t- I teach people and I build it out either out for you if you're like, hey, I don't want to deal with it, just build it for me, Nate. Or I can teach you how to do that through my group coaching. All right, so number one is get a custom calendar. Number two, all right, and this is kind of the main one, write this down, RP2080. It's an acronym, RP2080, okay? If you can walk away to begin to think like this today, you will begin to change the game. This is where my, my time management journey with total, the whole, all the coaching uh, stuff began. RP2080 is an acronym. I want you to write this down, okay? This is teaching you what? Most people do this. They grab all the stuff they got to do, they throw it on a to-do list, and then they start. Why is that not smart? I'll tell you why. Because some of those, some of those tasks on there are four or five-hour tasks, and you only got eight hours in a day, but yet you thought to yourself, as long as it's on a list, I got to get it done. This is why at five o'clock you feel like failure because it was never set up for you to win in the first place. First things first, how then do you switch that gear? How then do you not just get the squeaky wheel getting the oil? How do you focus on the most important? You've got to get RP2080 thinking down. So here's just an easy acronym to get you there. Write this down for me, okay? Number one, R. R stands for the results. Result needs to be specific city, not vague land. What does that mean? You need to be specific on what's the bottom line. You know, having an, having an outreach event is not the bottom line. The bottom line would be seeing 30 kids come to Christ at the end of the night who have next steps moving, moving forward. That's a specific result, all right? So number one, you've got to ask yourself, what do I really want, okay? What do I really want as far as the area of planning? What would be, what would I need to accomplish this week to make it most successful and fulfilling? Write that down. So right now, if you're taking notes, I want you, what's an area of life right now that you're wanting to make better, okay? Maybe it's a specific outreach that you're planning. Maybe, uh, you know, it's your message and sermon prep. Maybe it's your leadership team. Maybe it's your marriage right now. So I want you right now, write it down, okay? This, we're, we're all about faith without action is death, okay? Write it down. What's the result you want? I want you to get real specific. So go ahead and do that right now. And I'm going to do the little Jeopardy music. I'm going to shorten it up. All right, here we go. Write that result down. And you can go back on the podcast and listen to this. P stands for purpose. 
Now, this is the game changer right here, friends. Long story short, why is purpose matter? It's this. When purpose is in play, you will have the emotional strength to follow through. When purpose is not at the forefront and you're only focused on what you got to do and how you got to do it, you won't follow through. I'm gonna, I want you to write this down. Your why must, why you must do this, has got to be greater than your why not. Let me give an example. For instance, you want to lose weight. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want a six-pack, not a cake. All right? Perfect. That's great. You know what you want. You know the result that you want. And then we go into the how. How? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of simple. You got P90X, all right? You got Insanity, and then some of y'all got Richard Simmons sweating to the oldies all up in the cabinet. Don't play yourself. I know it. It's there. If I came to the house, I'd see it. All right, what's my point? You know what you want. You even know how to get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, it's like in ministry, it's like, I know what I want. I want to grow my ministry. I know how to get it. I need to go to youthleaderscoach.com and pick up Jeannie's whole thing on growing a ministry. Done it. I need to, you know, invest in one of the coaching programs, you know, uh, for youth pastors coaching programs that Ryan brought up earlier. I know what I need to do. I just need to apply that. But why don't we follow through? You know why? Because all your reasons why not to outweigh your reasons to follow through. And the more you're emotionally set on all the reasons why not, you will never, ever, ever be consistent. Friends, it's not about self-discipline. It's about having purpose behind what you do so strong and so close to the surface that you can live that sucker out. So what do I say about that? I would say this. Ask yourself why is that important until it makes you cry. Why is that important? Working out. Why is that important? Uh, I want to look better in a swimsuit. Why is that important? Because uh, that would make me more confident. Why is that important? Because if I was more confident, I would do X, Y, or Z. That could be for you. For me, I go, why is it important for me to work out? And I said, because I need energy. I'm, I'm exhausted. Why would, why would having energy be important? Oh, and I got it. I went, because when my son Milo and my daughter Willow say, Daddy, again, throw me in the air, or daddy again, run with me. I don't have to keep disappointing them. See, all of a sudden, it got real. All of a sudden, I found a why that gets me up at 5 o'clock in the morning when I go on my jog. I found a why to eat healthier during the week. It's not some diet. This is a lifestyle for my kids. This, you've got to find that why. Last but not least, 2080. We all know the Pareto Principle. Maybe you don't, you never heard of it. It's the Pareto Principle. Truth be told, what's the 20% that you focus on or that you do that gives you 80% of your results? Plain and simple, I, I look at it this way. You got your results. You know why you want it, your purpose. Now ask yourself, what's the two things that I need to focus on right now, the most important, most potent, most powerful two things I can do that's going to give me 80% of my results? Friends, if you start to train your mind to think like this in counseling moments, talking to people, whatever, and, and anything you plan out, you go RP2080, 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 you'll start to go, ooh, hey, you know what? Cut through all of the junk. Find the two things you need to do. Say, nope, guys, we need to focus on X and Y. This is going to be the two focuses. And now all of a sudden, you're getting results faster. You're getting things more done quicker. People are on your teams are going, oh, man, that's what I need to do to, to knock out that and execute that? Got it. And the faster and faster you're doing this, all of a sudden, you go, I know exactly what I want. I know why I want it, so I'll follow through. And now I've got my two things that I need to knock out. And here's the last step. Nike said it best. 
just do it. You got to put that bad boy into that custom calendar that I told you about, and you need to put it in your calendar, block off time to make that sucker happen, and then put a reminder on it so your Apple Watch or your iPhone buzzes and says, hey, buddy, it's time to knock that stuff out. So here's the deal. If you just start thinking RPM 2080, RIP 2080 thinking, number two, if you start to build out a custom calendar, which again, I can help you, you know, I give you some tips on how to do that. And number three, you need to sit down and plan a time to plan your week. Because when you sat down Sunday night at 9.30 before you go to bed, you already know what's coming up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and so on. And then I've got some other just tricks of, of to-do lists and stuff that I can teach you, some little productivity hacks that can help you out with that. And the last thing I'll throw is, and we need to go into a Q&A right now, but I'd love for somebody to ask me, one, what's your main tip and trick on that to-do list? And then number two, what would be the three time wasters um, that you, you see? And I'm going to say it like this. Somebody asked me a question about the apps that I use because, man, I'm telling you, apps really can change the game for you. Uh, number two, I would also ask somebody, uh, somebody to ask about meetings. How do you structure your youth meetings? How do you structure staff meetings? How are we not being <laughs> death by meeting instead? But I'm going to say it like this. This is just scratching the surface, hoping this whets your appetite to realize this. Friends, in ministry, it's not enough to go out there and just give everything to everybody else, but yet your, your family's starving at home spiritually in love and in affection and attention. It's not right. And I'm going to say it like this. You feel some days, you go, but Nate, but if I, if I give my time to my family, I'm going to lose in the office. Or if, I, if, I, if I'm giving my time in the office, I'm going to lose with my family. And I'm here today to tell you as living proof, you can do both. There is grace for both. All you're missing is you're not missing a purpose. You're not missing a passion. You're just missing a smart plan to get you there. And today just begins to scratch the surface of that, but I'd love to tell you more and help you out. And whether that's you know, through my uh, Break the Cycle group coaching program, um, I, I wanted to say this to you, uh, Ryan, anybody on this, I will literally give 50% off to anybody on this podcast, anybody on this call that refers youth, uh, youth, youth pastors roundtable. I'd be more than happy to do that. And also, if there's any of you saying, man, Nate, really would love, you know, come speak at my next event or come speak to my leadership team, um, you can go to my website, yeski.tv, um, and you can book me on there. But last but not least, I'm going to give Ryan a special link after this call, and um, he can shoot it out to you guys via email. If you want to take advantage of that, and I have a free master class as well that kind of breaks down a little bit what we did today, um, you can sign up for that. And what I'll do is I will schedule a one-on-one -on -one strategy call. It's basically the blueprint call. And what we do is on that call, I'll pinpoint where, where some of the, the things that are hurting from you. You say, Nate, this is what I want to do, and we will build together just a blueprint and strategy for you on that free phone call. And then you have the option if you want to move the coaching or just take my free time and say peace out. And so I say all this say I'm ready to go into Q&A, um, but I want to say that there's absolute hope. I cannot wait to hear some of these questions. We're going to keep moving the ball forward, keep saving some people's lives, and we're going to be those people in our household and for our family that God wants us to be. Ryan, all yours. Hey, man, that was fantastic. That was incredible stuff. Well, guys, he has already teed up the table for us with uh, some, t some questions to ask, but uh, I know some of you guys might have some as well. So the way they enter in 
is to hit star six on your phone. You can hit star six on your phone to enter into the queue, and uh, you guys can go ahead and jump in. Uh, but uh, I want to set the table up just a little bit. Uh, let's do something a little bit, a little bit off the cuff because I know Yeski, uh, you can handle this. Uh, so I want to hear. I know you're a movie fan. So uh, what video or movie has helped shape shape your life? Uh, I think you're muted. Hold on. Let me unmute you real quick because I know you got something good for us. And there we go. Can you hear me? All right, there we go. Yeah, you're awesome. Awesome. Sorry about awesome. That. Oh my gosh. So we'll say this one more time. It gives me time to stall and figure it out. Okay. So you said, what movie has really helped shape my life? Yeah. Or or even a video, a video, a movie, something that has shaped your life. Okay. So I know this sounds really corny, um, but I'm gonna have to give you. The, the, there's gonna be really quick. There's there's three that come to mind or two right now. Um, number one, uh, is, as corny as it sounds, um, Mighty Ducks. I'm just telling you. The movie Mighty Ducks. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like, y'all, if you haven't watched Mighty Ducks, the original, all right? If you haven't watched the original, you need to watch the original. But there's just something about um, that movie that I, keep, I, I can go back to. It's just that team kind of camaraderie, that team community, like we're in this thing together. Um, and when they go to fight, uh, the, I think it's Iceland, they go to fight in, in D2. Um, there's this moment where they're in, uh, they're, they're back in the, uh, in the locker room, their tails have been, you know, just between their legs, they've been getting their heads bo- you know, botched in. And all of a sudden, he, they, he makes this comment, he says, ducks fly together. Ducks, and they start going, when the wind is, you know, blowing and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture, ducks fly together. <laughs> so the one piece of that, um, I think, to be honest with you, uh, when I went into cadre, that just, like, made me realize, because I felt like an island for so many years. So that would be one. And then number two, it's so corny. I know it's so whatever, but, like, you know, Facing the Giants, the Christian football movie that, yes, yeah, come on. a lot of it's, some of the movie is kind of corny in my opinion. I, I completely agree with Sam, you guys being real on this phone call. Others are like, I'm so offended. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but I would say this, uh, the, the, that scene when he does that bear crawl, and he's got oh, yeah. to wear the blindfold, and he's got this yeah, kid yeah. on his back, but the voice of God is his coach is calling him. And to be honest with you, man, that, that moment really did something for me. And it was just like, man, if God is always by my side for real calling me forward, I know that I've got more in the tank to give. And there's some moments like that that just really keep me pushing. And then last, final one, not least, is how, how do I really, you know, set my character in life? I, I put it based upon the movie Iron Man. Just kidding. I don't actually put my character based on <laughs> Iron Man. But I will say it, he is the greatest superhero ever. I don't care what anybody else says. He's amazing, and no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's just one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> that's awesome. Great question. That's awesome. Great question. Awesome. Hey man, I just had to, I had to go there, man. I had to go there. So uh, I loved hey, it. Mike, I loved it. My, Michael, jump on in, man. Hey, I had a you? quick question, Nate. Um, for me, let's do it. <clears throat> for me, I work full time. I do ministry full time, and then I got my family life. What are some recommendations, uh, you know, that I could look at uh, yeah. to kind of cut some corners and uh, be more efficient? Yes. Oh, great question, Michael. So I hear you saying I'm full-time working a job, I'm full-time ministry, and obviously I'm full-time home. How do I win and how do I cut some corners? 
I would say this, man. Uh, number one, you need to realize the most important thing for you, dude, is not to be cool, not to have all this deep revelation content. It's not to have, for your ministry. It's not to have all the big, bad stuff that everybody else has. Your focus right now, bro, is to be a great husband, a great pastor. And here's the thing that I'm seeing that uh, in our generation a lot of dudes are missing. We get so caught up in the, in the smoke and the lights and making the service so darn cool, and we spend like hours and hours and hours on stuff that, to be honest with you, kids are going to forget, okay? Like spending, spending 45 minutes on figuring out your message title and like all these crazy things that you can do on the back end, like no offense, but nobody's going to remember that. Kids aren't going to remember what you said. They're going to remember how you made them feel. So number one, your result needs to be, I want my leaders and students to feel like I was always there for them. So that needs to become your new focus. When you start focusing on that, that's the 20, all of a sudden there's going to be some pieces that are going to fall off. So here's the deal. Now on the practical side, number one, dude, Robert Madu, one of the like just dope communicators out in the game. I watched Robert Madu, and I learned this incredible, incredible principle from Jeannie. She said, baby, she's like, you know what copyright is? And I said, nah. She said, copyright is the right to copy. And I'm like, no, I've got to write all my own content. I've got to be my own da-da-da-da-da. And she goes, baby, look. She goes, baby, look. Real talk. It ain't, about, it ain't about you. It ain't about you writing some dope message. It's about the kids getting the message. And, bro, this set me through because I was selling cell phones during the day, and I was being a youth pastor at night for, for a good solid two years when I was running the ministry full-time as well. I was in your shoes. And all of a sudden, what I did, I literally went, you know what? I'm the only one who knows Robert's stuff. My kids don't know Robert's stuff. You know what I did, bro? Dude. I ripped his stuff off verbatim. I did his voices. I did his scriptures. I did his outline. I did it all. And, bro, my kids came up to me after the message being like, Pastor Nate, that was one of the best messages you ever spoke. And you know what I said? I said, thank you. Thank you. I didn't tell him. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, Robert Madu wrote that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I hear some of the biggest names out there. And if you've been around long enough, you start to notice people be stealing stuff from everybody else's stories. I was talking to somebody, and I was like, yo, that guy is a keynote speaker for a large conference, and he totally stole that from Craig Rochelle from 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, same story, same visual, all that. Guys, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point is that they get the gospel. So, Michael, what I'm going to say to you is this, bro. Quit trying so hard and find recipes that work and stuff already done and packaged for you. You need to go to Youth Leaders Coach, bro. This is my favorite one simply because I used her stuff before I was, like, really good at community or decent at communication, to be honest with you. I wasn't super creative. Youth Leaders Coach for 9 bucks a month, for $10 a month, dude, Every story she's ever spoken is on there for free. She's got small group outlines already written. She's got the, the message slides already created. All these things are done for you. And for 10 bucks a month, you can do unlimited downloads. Like you can literally pay $10 today, get your entire year of curriculum, and have Jeannie, Jeannie Mayo legendary style of stuff out there right now. Also, you can go to, what is it, uh, Church Hustle. Um, I think uh, my man Landon Pickering rocking some stuff out right now. Dude, he's got a system for that. Like, he's got all the cool visual stuff, everything that's already done for you. Dude, you hook up my friend uh, Andre Anderson. He does a thing called the Anderson System. He builds out every single youth ministry system you can think of 
and with worksheet and walk you through by hand. All I'm going to say is this. If you do find the recipes, apply the recipes, you can literally get the results of legends in literally a fraction of the time. For you, go to Youth Leaders Coach today, start that journey, and bro, I think you're going to start cutting some corners in the ministry, finding more time to be a good pastor and a good dad. Does that help? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Rock and roll, bro. Rock and roll. And Church Hustle will be having uh, full sermons uh, outlined, things like that, pretty soon as well. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah. So they're working on that right now. So that Very I cool. think they may I think they may already have a couple of things uh, up there already, but I know they're working on that. So, hey, let's jump into uh, our next one, Mr. Andre. It's all you, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I like oh, get that. out! Get I, I out! Like that. That's my boy right there. <laughs> I, I I like that Andre Anderson Anderson system, man. That's a good. That that's a good. Thing. <laughs> I did not know you were on this call right now. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That that's me. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, so um, I really don't even have a question. I just wanted to say something. Um, uh, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be just real about it. Here's the thing to everybody else on the call. Like I actually do like Nate Yeski coaching stuff, and he's already walked me through a bunch of this stuff, and yeah. it's like the real deal. Like I'm I'm a shoot from the hip dude. Like I can do some systems and I can get some stuff in place, and and I think I do decent. And I just talked to this dude last week. I was sitting there on the phone in tears. Like we're looking at each other on a Zoom call, and I'm like bawling my eyes out because I'm overwhelmed. And I'm like, man, I think I know what I'm doing, but I'm freaking out right now. Nate, I need you to help me. And he's, like, calming me down. He's like, Andre, breathe. <laughs> breathe. You're going to be okay. So Your family's going to be okay. And he's like, just calm down. And he walked me through this system. And, like, right now, I'm going to be honest, I'm killing it. And yeah, it's just yeah, – and, and, like, and I just, I just emailed Nate um, – just today I got a text message from my wife because our calendars are connected. And what it did is it popped up a two day in advance thing and it says family Sabbath day. And my wife texted me and said, yay, family Sabbath day. And I go, yeah, that's on Saturday, baby. And she says, I'm just so proud of you that you have it in your schedule. And like, and and tonight's probably going to be a really good night for your boy Andre. (laughs) And, and so, so it's like, so get in with my man, Nate, like what he's telling you is real and he really will walk you through it. Like, don't just take this stuff right now and run. Like I'm saying, book something with this homie immediately so that you can get something customized out for your life so that you can see it in front of you because that's what's truly going to make the difference. Like apply it. Don't just go to the conference and get the information and then just sit there in your office later like, oh, my gosh, that was so cool, but now what do I do? He's going to show you what to do, so jump in, make it happen. I'm out. Somebody else ask a question. Mute me. You're awesome, man. You're awesome. Hey, Andre, real quick, uh, how do we get a hold of uh, the Anderson system, things like that? How can they connect with you? Uh, If you go to uh, theandersonsystem.com, you can – you know, see what see what we have to offer. You can contact uh, me directly from there, and um, yeah, just hit me up. You can call me seven zero eight two six seven five zero four seven. Whatever, that's my personal number. Call me, holler, text, whatever. I'm out here in these streets. And Andre, what did you say the the website again? The website again was 
theandersonsystem.com. There it is. So, you know, well, that's what we're doing. I awesome. mean, so, awesome. I mean, just building out systems for youth pastors and helping y'all build sermons and junk like that and getting people out in advance, like really just trying to help y'all kill the game. So, yeah, right. that's what we do. Awesome. 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 Hey, thanks, Andre, for jumping in. Hey, Nate, go ahead and jump in, man. You you told us to ask you uh, three big time wasters. Yeah. Why don't, you, uh, why, don't you, why don't you give us a little bit of information on that? Let's do it, man. So number one would be meetings. Um, a great book that somebody needs to read is Death by Meeting. Um, or, you know, you can – this is what I'm learning about coaching. Like, I personally spend a lot of money, you know, investing into coaching for myself because I realize it takes me to that next level. And one of the things that I was learning through that is that uh, coaches read books for you and tell you, <laughs> tell, you the, tell you what could take you, like, 20 days to read a book or, you know, a lot of, lots of hours, you know, in about two minutes. And one of the things that I've read uh, was Death by Meeting. And I just realized, dude, that, like, in the church world, we get caught – I call it the vortex – <laughs> it's like, like, right. Have you ever felt this before, man? Like you're just in meeting after meeting after meeting and you feel like nothing ever gets done and you just, but you feel this like desire to, to keep meeting. You're like, no, we got to meet about that. You know? And so you have like meetings about meetings, you know? And, um, I, what I kind of realized, man, was by reading the death by meeting, there's different types of meetings that really helped me out in my ministry. And so what, one of the things that we did is that um, every single week, right when we get in the office, I get my admin or, you know, at the time it was my wife, and I would realize, or sometimes it was me looking at myself in the mirror, and uh, I'd literally be like, okay, lightning round. And it was a really fast update of what's going on, what are some opportunities, some certain threats we need to take out, and then, like, we'll pray at the end. And so I made up a thing off of that, and I call it WOFAP, W-O-F-A-P. W-O-F-A-P. And basically the whole concept is this, is like, all right, number one, let's celebrate the wins. Because we all know in ministry we don't do a very good job celebrating the wins that that were just happened, you know, Wednesday night, Sunday night, whatever. So number one, we take about, you know, just two minutes. All right, every single person from the worship team or, you know, from the, you know, if it's just myself by myself, I'm going, all right, what were the wins from this past Wednesday night? And I'm reminding myself the things that God did. And all of a sudden it gives me that emotional stir that I go, yes. Like, we can do this thing, right? So number one, we celebrate the wins. Number two, opportunities. We don't call them problems. We don't call them issues. We don't call them, you know, whatever. They're opportunities. There's an opportunity to make something better. So then I go, cool, what are our opportunities? And we usually keep it to about three things. And we just say, all right, um, you know, hey, you know, we got some kids sneaking around right now in the back, and uh, we're afraid they're going to make some babies, and we can't have that happen in the church. And I'm like, absolutely, that's a great opportunity, Right. So in that moment, we then go, okay, cool. Um, let's go ahead and do RPM with that. So results, no babies being made at the church, keep purity, right? Like that's, that's the result. Um, why are we doing that? Because we don't want children to not go to heaven, and we don't want our church to get stung with that and ruin lives. And so there's my why. And then I'm going 2080. Oh, okay. What do I need to do? 20, 20%, 80%. Okay, guys, we need to create a sweeper position during service, he or she, once a month, you know, it's a rotating position. Every single week, there's an individual who sweeps the hall, sweeps the key areas that kids would try to make things happen. Well, we put that in place, and we go, man, that sounds good. Who can own that? Someone's like, I got that, or I'll be like, hey, I'm going to go build that out for myself. I'll call some people, and bam, we've got that. 
What we then do is we go, cool, great, great job for opportunities. Now let's move to the F. F stands for future. So this is one thing that we use, you pastors usually mess up. We're like, we're not thinking far enough in the future. And that's something that's really cool that Andre does and I do for people when um, I'm doing my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I help you build out like a, um, kind of like a year calendar that lets you know exactly what's happening every single month in your youth ministry. So you're never guessing like, oh man, that big outreach is coming up. You're like, no, we've seen that for three months. We know exactly when that's coming up. So in this right here, usually what we do is we just say, this is coming up. And then what we do is on that same Monday meeting, we do a lightning round meeting. But then what we do is we do an hour to two hours every single week. And every week is a different type of meeting. So lightning is always the same every single Monday. But then right after that, week one is brainstorm session for the following month. Week number three, that's like week number one. Week number two is usually like, um, I think it's like assessments. So we're like, let's assess the ministry. What do we need to be changing and doing? Week number three is just straight up get it done, work, and project time. And then week number four usually bounces between yet another project time just to get stuff done. Or it's like the finalization of everything for the next month. If you start to structure your meetings like that with actual like WOFAP type of idea, and then you end with P, which is prayer. I think sometimes we meet, but we forget to pray. And so you start to put a little bit of something like that in your schedule. And again, custom calendar is key with this type of stuff. That's really, really going to change the game when it comes to meetings. That's pretty awesome, man. That's pretty awesome. Thanks, man. Let's, uh, let's go to one more question. Uh, All right. Zach, go ahead, man. Hey, my name is Zach. I'm from Bellevue, Nebraska. Um, What's up, Zach? Question. How's it going? Um, I've got a quick question. Uh, so I am involved in a student leadership program um, at my church, and uh, <clears throat> our students are sometimes kind of complacent, and it's hard for them to like, buy into the vision of our, our youth pastor, um, buy yep. into the vision that, that we want to create for them. Um, and so yeah. I just want some tips, uh, any ideas that, that you can give on how to create student buy-in um, so they are given 110% every Wednesday night, every Sunday night uh, when they're at school, um, loving on students. So, Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you can be you know, real transparent with me, man, let me ask you, um, what is you guys' system for investing into your kids relationally? Uh, so our, our program is set up. Um, we have like an upper-level leadership team and like a lower-level um, a, a leadership team. And so the upper-level upper level team is, um, there's like four main leaders over the program, and the four of us are the main ones investing into those, those students. Um, and so the, the way our, our youth pastor wants it to go is uh, it, we call it greater us um, to where the, the students are the ones creating the culture in the youth ministry. The students are mm -hmm. the ones setting the tone, setting the atmosphere. Um, and so the leaders yeah. are investing into like the like the like the student leaders, and the student leaders okay. are the ones going going out and investing into those students. Um, Perfect. So hanging out, so, hanging out with them, discipling them, um, talking okay. to them. So. So so let me ask you a question: Is that really happening? It. I mean, it 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 seems like it's died off. Um, we had like a yeah. huge uh, sermon series on it and stuff, and it was going great for a couple months. But that was. Yeah. Um, eight or nine months ago, um, and since yeah. then, it seems like it's kind of died off. Totally. So, so what we're looking at, man, remember earlier I was kind of talking about, you know, rituals equal results, right? 
And what I've learned is that a lot, a lot of us, you know, we're the mentality, and this is what we've been taught, so, like, I don't blame anybody. We think that saying it one time from the pulpit is going to change a culture. And the fact of the matter is culture doesn't change unless there's consistent verbiage constantly being sowed, constant attention, and constant care. Bro, like, for our ministry, small groups was it. So we had to literally talk about small groups in some way, shape, or the form and, and sow that into our kids every single week. We were making sure not only the verbiage was there, but here's what I find. A lot of ministries were telling people what to do, but we are not showing people what to do. So what do I mean by that? I was asking my leaders for a long period of time to be basically like moms and dads and pastors to my students. And they started out real strong. They were super motivated. But then all of a sudden they kind of fell off, kind of like what you're talking about. And I had a conversation with him. I said, guys, like, why aren't you doing what I asked you to do? Like, you signed up for leadership. Like, why aren't you pastoring these kids? And one of my leaders stood up and said, no offense, mate, but we don't know how to pastor because you're not pastoring us. Hmm. And I went, whoa, what? And they're like, Nate, you're asking us to be a family to kids, but nobody's creating family for us. And I went, oh, my gosh, because I was thinking, you know, well, you go to church on Sundays, you should figure this out. They're like, Nate, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, in this leadership thing, like part of why we're in this thing is we feel camaraderie. We feel community because we're all like-minded and we want to help these youth. He goes, if you pastor us, we'll pastor them. And literally, it's you reap what you sow. And so, bro, I said to myself, how do we change that? What's the 20%? And I said, okay, once a month. We're not going to do just training. We're only going to do training for like 30 minutes, and then we're going to put an hour and a half every single month. We're just straight up real life, fun, community, and love, uh, and, and, and investment into relational and relationships for my leadership team to happen. Bro, we started doing that, and then all of a sudden after Wednesday nights, we were like, yo, let's go to Waffle House, or like, let's go, you know, let's go to McDonald's afterwards and just be a leadership team together. Or, Why don't you guys come over to my house once a month? Like, we just put, like, two things in play, very simple, once-a-month gathering, training for 30, and then relational, relational, relational. And then, two, we made the leaders get in small groups and ask each other how they're doing with three simple questions. Bro, you could have swore, like, the whole world shifted in our ministry. In less than three months, less than three months, we literally went from, like, nobody's doing anything to all of a sudden people were so full, their hearts were so full they were just, gore, just just going ham on having out, outreaches and events and fun stuff for their people. And you saw the, the, the ministry just grew, all because it's leadership top down. So what would I say, bro? Make sure you're investing as much as you're asking. Make sure you're depositing as much relationally and depositing as much love as you're asking somebody else to give. And I'm going to tell you like this. You put something simple in the calendar like that, you're going to be all right. Good. Thank you. Yeah, man, you got it. That's great. Hey, uh, Nate, we are out of time, but you have any last right, man. final thought, little tidbit for us? Yeah, I just, you know, for, for all the different people that are going to probably be hearing this on this podcast, everybody that's on here, you know, right now, like, one, I, I really do have to say, like, you know, this Ryan Latham dude, like, I'm not just blowing smoke, like, he cares, man. Like, he's not just doing this to do this thing, and so... I highly recommend it, man. If you just take some of these things that, that God is like, you know, blessing you guys with for free, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And you just put, put something into action right after you learn it. Like, 
after this call, I've learned this in coaching. If you don't do something, like actually put it into action, like send an email, throw something in the calendar with a, with a to, you know, with a, on your to-do list or, or a reminder in your calendar, if you don't do something right away, this will yet again be a waste of your time and a waste of my time because you didn't actually get any results because you weren't willing to put it into action. So I'd say right now, like we did RP2080 today, like what do you need to do in that 2080%? Go do something with it right now. Like don't wait. Go do something right now and watch that you'll get addicted to, to putting out action. Another thing, if you're going, man, I just need growth, then, dude, go sign up on Genie's platform. Go sign up on Church Hustle. Go check out Andre Anderson and the Anderson system. I actually am helping Andre. I actually get to jump in on his system on two, uh, two of the pieces there. I personally am a part of that. If you're saying, you know what, man, like I want, I want one-on-one coaching. Like, Nate, can you help me out? Like, I've got a free phone call for every person that's on this particular podcast and on uh, Youth Pastors uh, Roundtable. If you want to sign up, like I'm going to send the, the link right now to Ryan. Um, all you got to do is put your name, uh, your phone, your email. I will set up a personal phone call with you one-on-one. We'll build out a real quick just blueprint for you, just a strategy for you to get you going. And then at the end of that, like if you want to do coaching with me, like I'll tell you about it. If not, dude, like bless you. Like I just got to help you out. And so all, all that to say, do something, you guys. Like, don't sit back. And last but not least, I'll just throw it out there. Man, if you, if you need me to you say, man, Nate, it would be awesome if you came to speak to my leadership team, or it would be awesome if you came in and did a workshop with us, or it would be awesome if you just came and spoke at my next you know, youth conference. I just got back from you know, speaking in Canada and speaking in Texas this past at a, a couple uh, DYD conferences. If that's what you need too, like, just know this, all that beyond, I'm on social. If you need help, please reach out. Like, I am not unreachable. I will talk to you on Facebook. I will talk to you on Instagram. I'm really in your corner, and I love you guys. So, um, man, Ryan, thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah, that was fantastic, man. We are blessed to have uh, been on this call and listen to it on podcasts. So share it with your friends. Get some people uh, on. Uh, let's help each other out. And just quick reminders, uh, we, uh, VSL, we are accepting applications for the August enrollment. We'd love to talk to your students. That is joinvsl.com. Go to have them check that out. Also, visit our friends over at Church Hustle and use the code YPRT for uh, 25% or $25 off. Uh, also, uh, the 20% off discount on the City Center missions trip. Uh, you can use the code YPRT. All that information is on our website. Also, the Anderson system, uh, Yeski, uh, coaching, all that kind of stuff will be on the website. We will have all that for you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much. Next month, we have Dustin Woodward. It's going to be a fantastic call. Uh, thanks, everyone, for uh, joining with us, and we look forward to talking to you guys next month.